0: What's up, everybody? This is Jenny J, and you're tuning in to the David Bowers Awards with my
1: good friends, David Bowers and John Bon Jovial, right here on the David Bowers Awards. Yeah!
0: And now,
2: around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, The David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests. Our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of
3: indie music, the David Bowers. I certainly am. Thank you very much, there, ladies and gentlemen. The legendary Mr. John Bon Jovial. Welcome aboard, everyone, for another hour of great indie music from all over the place. We've got a couple of great new artists to be with this week. We're going to share their music and stories with you, and we're going to start off. With a repeat guest, the uh, group you're about to hear was with us back in December, and they've got a a new album with new tracks out, and we're going to play one of them for you right now. They go by the name of Ludlow Creek, and this is Last Call.
4: They stumble out into the night time To catch a cat
3: creek and uh, and what an interesting concept in case you didn't catch that uh this dayton ohio based americana band released this their latest single on july 14th and the song portrays a conversation between archangels michael and gabriel from the band's critically acclaimed and praised album which way is forward interesting concept and uh, one one of the writers from the band ray moneal Said I thought it would be interesting if Michael and another archangel were together trying to solve the great issues of the day, just as we all do with our friends over dinner and cocktails. Interesting concept, wouldn't you say, John Bon Bonjoviol? Dinner and cocktails is just a fine concept with me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I, I, I have to no, I have to agree with you. I think that it is uh, great that that the. Uh, and two people can get together, sit down, discuss matters of the day, try to work out their differences. Now, if somebody could just tell these clowns in Washington, hey, it's a real
3: simple concept. Just sit down and talk it out. Well, that's all you got to do. Right. And that's the whole thing with the archangels. They have the same concept that our legislators, I I will not call them leaders, they are representatives, but our legislators in Washington should remember, when you and I grew up, there was a lot more cooperating. Sure, the two sides would, well, they would argue almost to the point of battle, but the bottom line was, they knew they were all there for the same purpose, what's best for the country. Not what's best for their party or they themselves, but what's best for the country as a whole. And somewhere along the line, we have lost that concept, and it becomes a bipartisan battle for I'm right and you're wrong. Well, take a look at what
2: has happened with, uh, you know in the past
3: with bipartisan or
2: partisan politics, not bipartisan politics. There was some bipartisanship in there, but when Ronald Reagan was president of these United States back in the 80s, and uh, Thomas Tip O'Neill was the speaker of the House of Representatives. You've got two guys on opposite ends of the political spectrum, and they would battle it out with each other. But you know what? At the end of the day, and this is documented, Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill would sit down, have a short snort with each other, and just discuss their families, the events of the day, where you're going on vacation, and things of that nature, because they were friends. That's and you, you just you don't have that anymore today. So they maybe these friends. two archangels can do something about this. I like the concept of that.
3: It is it is a great concept. And they were they were friends and they were both of the same belief. Their job was to do what's best for America and her people. And we have lost touch with not that. To themselves. Exactly. Yeah, we have lost that connection. And I think it's way high time, past time for us to regain that concept. Uh, we'll all be a lot better for it anyway that's last call by ludlow creek and we have first call for a couple of great guests you're going to be hearing from shortly john bon jovial uh you've got about 30 seconds i guess here what's going on in bon jovial land this week
2: well like the rest of the country we're just kind of sitting here being hot 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 and uh you know with air conditioning is uh, just an absolutely wonderful thing so <laughs> <laughs> uh I, you know it is it's it's, it's just yeah it's just more of the same thing you know the uh, it it's summertime the living may be easy but it's just hotter than hell out there and so we we go outside we we don't not stop living our lives because it's hot out we are just careful we make sure that we get a lot of water with us we make sure that uh You know, the car is cooled down before we get in there and um, go do what we got to do and then come back
3: and, you know, get some work done.
2: And that's what's going on
3: in Bon Jovial land. We got the same thing out here, although we did get a break today for the first time in 32 days. We did not break. One We're going to get a couple of days off. We're going to be around 107, 108, and then we go right back up by the end of the week. But we did finally break well, the string. 31 consecutive days of handle 110 it. or more.
2: I hope you can handle it. I mean, did you check to make sure that your parka still fits? And, and uh, yeah. well, you know, you got to get that <laughs> scarf around your neck because you don't want to catch a cold because it's going to be so... So much lower in temperature. We got the Woolies out. We
3: got the Woolies out.
0: (laughs) There you go. Hey,
3: we want to say hello and thanks to our friends uh, who helped support the David Bowers Awards, including our friends at our flagship radio station in Rochester, New York, WRFZ FM 106.3, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio, saluting Steve Litvack's rock and roll rumble, which immediately follows the David Bowers Awards. Saturday on Rochester free radio and Armand spins that follows Steve litback's rock and roll rumble. So you've got uh, three back to back solid music shows there. If I do say so myself and also on Saturday night on Rochester free radio, you've got Jeff Moulton's ABC oldies Saturday evenings at eight on uh, Rochester free radio. That's Eastern time, of course. And John Bon Jovi was waving the flag frantically. What you got, John? No, I'm just going to add to what you're
2: saying about WRFC is that it is radio the way we used to do it. We used to have kind of a say in the way we did our show. We uh, were had a little bit of freedom in the kind of music that we picked, the segues that we would make, and the creativity, not only in the yak, but the kind of segues and the music that we would put together. And this is the beautiful thing about WRFC. You've got people working there that are knowledgeable About their particular genre of music that they are playing. Take Steve Litvak, for example. He plays the most obscure rock and roll that many people either may have never heard, or if they've heard it, haven't heard in years. A good Mm -hmm. example of that is some months back, I was listening to his show, and uh, he broke out some old Blue Cheer, which it's something that (laughs) I had not heard in years, and I just kind of looked at the radio and did,
3: whoa. My, my and you don't get use that
2: the, with terrestrial radio anymore. It's just my all bland cookie-cutter
3: garbage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. agree. What they've got is they've got programming blocks, which goes back to our early days in radio. And uh, oh, yeah. you get one block. In in this case, you get, for example, the David Bowers Awards, and then you get the block of uh, Steve Litbach's Rock and Roll Rumble, and then Ari after that with his music. So you've got blocks of programming. And we're not sitting, none of us are sitting here playing a playlist that some corporate honcho back in New York City told us to play because this is what their other stations are playing. So, yeah, it is, it's radio the way it used to be. And uh, we kind of like it that way. Speaking of which, we like our guests and the music they bring to us. So we're not going to keep our next guest waiting any longer. We're going to go to the music first. Mr. John Dorsch from Ontario, Canada. And he'll be joining us right after we listen to Faith in Me. In me, that's singer, songwriter, and guitarist John Dorsch from Ontario, Canada, from his debut album, Elevation, which he's sharing with us here today. John, come on in and say hello.
1: Good evening from Ontario, Canada.
3: Well, good evening back in this case from uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and John's down in the Naples, Florida area. We're so glad you take the time to come and share with us today. That's an Interesting, interesting song, and I wanted to start by talking about that because you've woven in several interesting threads into that. You've got a, a very, very meaningful lyric that is plainly stated and simply stated, which I love, and the, the music behind it, the background music, the underlying, I don't know, how did you create that, uh, that sound?
1: Well, it's a it's, it's a little bit of a an interesting modification of a song. So I, I originally uh, envisioned that song as a uh, as a ballad and uh, like in the you know you know the seventies rock kind of style ballad. And uh, it wasn't finished developing. My wife suggested because I'd picked up a new resonator guitar and I was uh, playing around with a slide on it. Why don't you just take a, a fresh new new approach with completely something brand new and, and just see what happens. So the main, uh, the main theme of the, of the resonator guitar, the finger-picking guitar in it, is what happened there. And I, I blended that with a, uh, my sort of hard rock side of things uh, and uh, my folk side of things and, and wanted it to power, be a powerful, inspirational lyric. So I took kind of all my, my influences and threw them on the table for that one. So
3: Well, that explains it because I got several several influences there as a matter of fact there there's part of the instrument of the vocalization backing you it almost native american in it in its sound yet you've got you've got a uh, is that a dissonant harmony you're using there
1: Uh it's, it's a, a, a minor harmony, yeah, so it was it was to create a you know and then the chorus comes in in, in, a, in an uplift major uh, major manner, so you get that sort of major minor rub of emotion happening mm-hmm. uh, back and forth between the chorus and the verses it,
3: it really intriguing, and I offer a hats off thank you to your wife for helping you create that overall sound it is a it is a very unique sound and John and I both go for sounds that have some uniqueness, some uh, singularity to them, and you have definitely accomplished that with this track. John Bon Joviol.
2: First of all, John, welcome to the show. It is great to have you on, and uh, this song that we just played, Faith in Me, I really like it. I like what you've done with it, and I like the way that you've made the bass line in this, not overpowering, but still uh, a prominent feature of the song itself. Uh, it, it's not like it's something that's in the background, and uh, I don't know if you did that by design. Um, I, I really can't think of anything that I could compare it to that I've heard in the past, I, except maybe the, uh, you know, the the, the slide guitar um, kind of reminded me of Bonnie Raitt a little bit, but other than that, but in a, a very minor way. But the thing that really struck me was the bass line that you use in this um, is very effective.
1: I envisioned. Uh, I, I wanted a, a sort of a primitive very naked heartbeat to this song so that way it, it's like you're you're thinking out loud and i wanted the uh lyrics to appeal to almost any listener's um personal experience because it could have a wide range of a, a pl- application for, you know it could be about a love or, or or whatever but it it was interesting to put that primal beat there but native american i've i've, I've actually heard somebody tell me that before and it come across the way i i wanted it to it actually kind of just applauds the song along and kind of creates that, you know, thoughtful space for the words to kind of have the impact. Um, thank you for, for having me on and allowing me to explain that. And uh, you notice those things. That's amazing.
3: Thank you. Well, you don't know us. Thanks for that. That's, that's what we wanted now. That was uh, it is an intriguing song. I really like it. And I mean it sincerely. You have, you've accomplished a uh, singular piece of music right there and uh he it, really I'm sure is going to uh, is he's going to entice the listeners to listen to the rest of the album as well we're going to be playing the title track here in just a few minutes but uh, john bon jovial is waving his flag at me again. i'm going to take that thing away from you john. <laughs> no,
2: I, no i was just going to say you know we have uh interviewed so many artists over the last 11 years that we've been in business here. I, I would venture to say that you know it's been easily a few hundred or more artists that we've talked with about their music and about their life goals and aspirations and things of that nature. And really, over those years, I don't know that I could count on two hands the amount of truly original content that we have featured on this show. But I just added one by listening wow. to your song just now. It really is to me. It's very original. Uh, it it really doesn't remind me. Again, you know the the slide guitar, which you know you can't go wrong with slide guitar no matter what. But uh, other than that, the, there was there's absolutely nothing to compare it to out there, and uh, that bodes very well for you as far as I'm concerned.
1: A, thank you very much for that. Uh, very very nice. Uh, compliment um the the song is it comes from within um it's really unlike anything i ever heard um myself and it's I, I find myself looking at the song going wow that's a really different thing for me to me to do but it came inside it's one of those things that comes or, organically it's not like i i picked a style and you know steered towards that it just it became what it is so when
3: well, you know i mentioned at the top that this is your debut album So with that in mind, give us a little bit of the background of John Dorch, who he is, where he came from, how he developed to the musician that he is today.
1: Certainly. I'd love to. Um, Well, I I started off as a kid about age 12, putting pennies on an album, trying to slow down the music and try to figure (laughs) out what I was hearing in Beatles songs and, you know, saving up all my pennies and finally... working at my parents' uh, motel cleaning rooms uh, to buy my first uh, Les Paul. Uh, My uncle took me to see a band and that's where the spark happened. They were playing Toto and all the great music of the day and I got to have some of that. And I've just been this lifelong pursuit of guitar and then into vocals and then into songwriting. It just develops out of, you know, emulating and I built up almost probably 10, 10 original songs I wanted to record as the pandemic hit and then that that kind of put another roadblock in the way and I thought I'm just going to do this myself so I built my own studio I actually played all those parts on that album that you hear except for the tambourine and that particular single, Faith in Me. But Elevation, it has three-finger style uh, original instrumentals on it and a whole bunch of 15 songs in there because I added extra songs to the album. And uh, it was mastered independently at Little Bullhorn uh, Studios by Dave Graves in Ottawa. And did a fabulous job, um, but I I recorded everything. Um, That's really my album. It came all the way from me, and it's been a lifetime coming. And it's about time I dropped the whole debut album out here. <laughs>
3: I I agree with you. And I am so glad that you did because this is a, uh, this opens up some new doors musically. I'm definitely going to be listening to these tracks again in my personal time, looking forward to being able to kick back and enjoy them. Now you've you, you touched on what you've done on the album. Give us a little more perspective. Now I know this is not a one song theme as such, what have you tried to create with this album?
1: Well, it, it seems to be a theme that's flowing internally in me about elevating the human spirit and spreading positivity and being responsible for, you know, spreading some of that. I kind of looked at that, you know, after my my work life. I was a police officer for 31 years and there was a lot to, lot, lot to drag you down there. So I... I I decided consciously to start spreading some positivity with uh, with music and my own music. And, and uh, we finally, you know, created my own floor to do that. And when we looked at, we weren't sure what to do with the album, what songs belonged on it. My wife and I sat together we just read the lyrics and all of them speak about positivity in, in some way or uplifting human spirit or, you know, or encouraging that kind of a, a, a thing. And, um, I played the uh, song Elevation for my wife, and she said all the songs speak about elevating human spirit, and that particular instrumental song reminded her of the condors flying in Peru when she traveled. So we that that's where the theme developed. It developed through the songs or kind of organically. I didn't pick a theme and then write an album around the theme. So it's really kind of ironic it actually had a theme, but it does.
3: Kind of all just automatically wove together. I, I'll tell you, it's... John and I have talked about similar thoughts and the fact that this is something that we definitely need more of. And actually, you have touched on more than one element that I think uh, is something that we can use more of. One, the theme, the elevation, the positivity, and uh, the other thing being the originality. As John emphasized, uh, the original sound that you have created just in that one track alone, Faith in Me, that is something that speaks of the fact that uh, while there isn't a lot of it, as a matter of fact, there's way too much of let's do this because everybody's doing it and selling it. The fact that you were able to come up with not only an original sound, but one that has the magnetism to attract listeners and have people want to hear more of it. There's not enough originality in today's music. There's not enough positivity in today's music. So I, I salute you on both counts. You've done a uh, you've done an excellent job and I'm really thrilled that you came on the show to share the album and the story of it. Before we run out of time, one thing I try to do with all of our guests is give them a chance to sell themselves to the listeners, tell the listeners how they can find you online, how they can contact you, follow you, and the most important one of all, of course, how they can get your music.
1: Okay. Well, uh, July fourteenth, the uh, the album Elevation was released on Spotify, so you'll find me find me on there under John Dorsch, uh on Spotify, Apple Music and Deezer it was re- released through MTS Records. Uh, apart from that, you can you can find all of that through my own website which is uh com, all just like it sounds j o h n d o r s c h music.com. That has all details, uh links to videos. I've got a YouTube channel under John Dors Music as well. There's a video that's actually uh my wife and I did we're, we're the players in the video. We did our own video production for Faith and Me, so it's out there as well on uh, YouTube. If you're interested in seeing the, the visual of of what we put together for that, and it's going to um, feel and, and sound the exact same way as the music. The uh, images are not going to get in way of, in the way of the inspirational messages. My wife and I play in a coffeehouse uh, acoustic duo live quite often, and in the Perth area in um, near the capital of uh, Canada, Ottawa, and uh, you'll find us in and around there. Our dates uh, show up on John Doris Music, but uh, apart from that, we're traveling and writing music. That's that's the, the plan going forward.
3: Fantastic. And again, thank you so much for sharing not only your music, but your thoughts behind the music as well. I love what you're doing. Once you're on our show, you're part of our family. So please, Stay in touch. We like to keep track of our guests and see, watch them grow and move on. And of course, come back again and see us in the future too. We would love to have you come back as well. And uh, keep in mind, we also have a Facebook page, the David Bowers Awards music groups page. And that is there for guests on the show to promote their music, their play dates, tours, whatever you're doing that you want to share with your listeners and fans, post it up there you can post it directly you don't have to send press releases or anything and we'll pick it up from there and share it with the other sites that we promote on so feel free to use that that's what it's there for again thank you so much thank your wife Danny for us too and uh, we're going to uh, we're going to close this segment with the title track of the album and i want to thank you because i love you and your wife's motto Let's put some smiles on faces. And I think yeah. you're going to do a lot of that. Ladies and gentlemen, John Dorch, here he is with the title tune of the album Elevation. Elevation, what a what an intriguing cut that is, and it, I don't know, John Bon Jovi, what do you think? That to me, that expresses as much as any vocal lyric could. Just the instrumentation.
2: I, I'm just intrigued by the whole thing, the instrumentation, the production values behind it, the the heart and soul obviously that has been put into the progression of the way this uh, piece of music uh, went from beginning to middle to end. Uh, it's great. I love it. I, I, now that that reminded me, the first song didn't remind me of anything because it was totally original. And this is completely original too. However, I do hear some elements of John Fahey in there in the guitar work. And mm. it's that style of guitar work that I've been in love with for Ever since I can remember. So, this was a very pleasant surprise for me to hear this.
3: Well, I'm glad that you did. Uh, you enjoyed it. And I hope the listeners did too, because I know I did. And to be quite honest with you, I cannot wait to get a chance to sit down and listen to the entire album. I have to admit, I did not get to actually listen to it. I auditioned tracks and then pick, you know, which tracks we're going to play. But I do that. Again, that goes to the personal versus professional. I do that from a professional standpoint. This is the track I want to play, and this is the reason why. And uh, I I don't give myself, I don't allow myself the luxury of just kicking back, listening, and enjoying them until after we've done the show, and I can without any, you know, any pre pre. Uh, I guess I'll be editing Preconceived notions. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, let's pick that yeah. up. And I really, really look forward to being able to just sit and listen to the entire album for enjoyment. John, what do you think? Should we move on to our next guest? Well, I'm very excited about uh, our next guest,
2: Kel Bailey. And I think that uh, there's some more music that is just going to knock your socks off from everything that I understand. Now, I say that. Because I'm just kind of assuming that this stuff is really good because, as most of you know, I never get to hear the music until we actually put it on our air so I can react accordingly to it. And um, I really meant it when I said uh, about John's music just now, and I'm really very much
3: looking forward to um, hearing uh, what Kel Bailey has to say. Well, I think then we should move right on to it and give a listen right now. I think we should. This is Faithful God with Kel Bailey featuring Mariah Lane and Jeremy McLean.
5: You already have some fun.
0: Are you ready to have some fun on tonight?
4: Comes through for you. All I have needed, thy hands have provided. Great is thy faithfulness. Listen, you are faithful and your mercy endureth. You are faithful.
3: God, hello, Kel. How you doing? Well, I'm doing good. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you, and thank you for joining us here today. You really get into your music, don't you?
5: Yes, sir. I do. I love it. Yes, sir. Nothing
3: laid back about that. You know, I was I was looking through the notes on your uh, on your history, where you came from, and well, you know how you got going. You started playing keyboard at Calvary Outreach Revival Center and at the age of 15 you were invited to play for the University of Virginia Gospel Choir well, that's quite an accomplishment for a 15 year old
5: yes very yes very it is
3: and you have continued to grow from there let's see now this is not your debut album your debut album came out in 2019 it was an EP take your place and that made it all the way to number 9 on the uh, gospel iTunes charts which is a uh, an auspicious debut to say the least
5: Absolutely. Yes, sir. It was definitely uh I wouldn't say a shocker. Um some people ask me like, you know, how did you feel about, you know, having your music go number nine with a mm-hmm. date album like that? It's like on one end you work really, really hard and it's like, you know, whatever comes out of this, you know, it's deserved because I've invested in it, I've put my time, my money, all of my energy into it, and then on the other end it's like, you know, I hope people like it. I hope people receive it and you know, people received it, so I'm always grateful for those things, you know.
3: Absolutely. And then uh, the latest album, Evidence, was released on May 26th, and you dropped this track we just listened to, Faithful God. As I said, you can tell from listening to that that you just get into your music. And uh, that's a great thing. That's a wonderful Mm -hmm. thing. You can really reach people when they know that it's coming from you. It's coming from your heart. It's not the, you know, it's not a factory music machine manufacturing songs. <laughs> That's great. John Bon Jovial come on in here. Well, you pretty much just said what I was going to say about the, uh, the factory music
2: aspect of it. This is, uh, again, more original content. And I think that is wonderful. And, Kel, welcome to the show. It is so great to have you with us, and I I mean that with all sincerity. It's just wonderful to have you here. And this song that we just played, Faithful God, is so uplifting and just so right on point. And I congratulate you for that because the exuberance, the live feel to it, the quality behind it, you know, my friend, you've hit yourself a home run there.
5: Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, well, you
2: know, we wouldn't say it if we didn't mean it. We, we play all genres of music here. I think about the only thing that we have not played uh, is, what, classical and opera. Opera. But we, <laughs> we have done a bunch of country music, a bunch of rock and roll. Uh, we've done some jazz. We've done, you know, R&B. We've done hip-hop. Uh, and, and we've done gospel and uh, but this is just like so far above everything else that we've played in the gospel category and uh, it's it's just great i i really oh, like wow. it thank
5: I, you i appreciate that
3: i was reading where you say that the greatest drive for you in your musical journey is your belief that god placed you here on earth to help others and serve others and that Music is the avenue used to fulfill that purpose for you in this life and season. And I think it's, uh, it's been a really uplifting show. Both of our guests today have had positive messages, positive attitudes, and you can tell from listening to their music that it comes from inside them. It comes from their heart and soul. And that's the strongest testimony you can come up with. How long have you been realizing the potential you have. And I know you said you got into your uh, you got into making music actually around six when you found out you uh, had a gift for playing by ear. But how have you gotten into this and developed it?
5: Yeah, you know um, it's one of those things that you know when you're. I'll use the word training when you're developing, when you're practicing, uh, when you're in that stage of learning how to do something, you're getting better, but. You know, when you're really called to do it and when God has really gifted you to do it, as you're getting better, you don't always realize how good you're getting until one day you look up, you know, you look back and be like, wow, you know, this sounds really, really good. I'm really proud of this work of art that I've been able to do. So I would say, you know, um, I got my first MacBook in 2013. From there, I started really trying to figure out production and digging into it and breaking it down. So I think it's just been a journey for probably, like, the past 10 years of just trying to figure out how does music work. Like, when I listen to gospel music, how does gospel work? Even, like, cross-referencing, like, the top songs. Like, what what is that feeling that people connect to when they hear great music? And I always try to tap into that, even with gospel music, to the point where, you know, even if someone isn't a believer, they're able to connect with, I feel something in this. I'm connecting with the music. Something about this I'm connecting with. So the goal is always to go after that feeling. Like people don't always know what they want to hear, but they know what they want to feel.
3: You came up with a very spoken title, Evidence. What is the evidence that this that this has actually demonstrated?
5: Yeah, so the idea of evidence, so this is a Christian base, this is a gospel album. The idea of all the songs that I have written on this album either was birthed in from a prayer, birthed it from an idea, or birthed it from a concept of who God is. So through this uh, album, I wanted to present a case that, you know, the Bible talks about who Jesus is, the Bible talks about who God is. I wanted to present a case through music and through lyrics that God is who he says he is. And, like, when, you know, when you go through the titles of this album, there's songs like God Will Fight My Battles, there's songs like I Am Safe, all of these songs have promises from the Word of God in them, and I wanted it to to be like an extra, something that we can listen to and then be encouraged by, and connect the dots back to the Word of God, which is the Bible.
3: Absolutely, I gotcha. Now you have given credit to several people on this. I know the track we just played, "Faithful God," you featured Mariah Lane and Jeremy McCain, and on the other tracks you also feature artists. Where where are these artists coming from? How did you get together with these artists are they part of your entourage are they part of your uh, your...
5: so these are just good friends i've connected with through the years uh either whether through social media or whether through like mariah lanae she's actually from richmond virginia but she relocated to atlanta so she's in atlanta jeremy mccain he's from connecticut uh, we connected on social media a couple of years back. Um, I've been following his career for a while, but um, once I did this album, I was like, "Hey, I would love to bring you on." He was like, "Hey, I would love to be a part of what you're doing." So we kind of connected that way. Um, a lot of the artists on this record is featured all over the country, and we even have some artists on this record from the UK. So you know, it's been a really, really dope experience connecting with other artists awesome. on this record.
3: Well, listen, my friend, you talk about the people that you have come in contact with, either in person or through social media, making connections and following up. You've just done that with us. You've become a part of our family here on the David Bowers Awards. We like to think of you as family. We like to keep in touch with you and know what's going on. So we try to give all of our guests a chance to tell the folks listening how they can find out more about you and, of course, how they can get your music.
5: Absolutely. So you can follow me on Instagram. That's probably the social media that I'm most active on. My Instagram is mkbailey underscore. Um, I also have a website uh, called www.mkbaileymusic.com. On there, I offer my music products and tutorials and good stuff like that. So I would love to connect with you guys. I also do, um, last thing I run a YouTube. Uh, my YouTube is Kel Bailey and I'm on there always breaking down some of the productions that I've done um, on this current record that I just released. So you'll kind of get a behind-the-scenes look of how I did this production and how to make gospel music in general.
3: Fantastic, and we always encourage our listeners to contact the artists because we know you like to hear their feelings of what they like, what they don't like. We've got about, I don't know, 30 seconds or so, Cal. Tell us about this next track we're going to play featuring Samantha Michelle. Called "God Did It." Tell us about it.
5: Yes, uh, that was a fun song that I actually wrote uh, last year during COVID. Um, I wanted this song to feel really, really big and really, really lively. The song title was actually inspired by DJ Khaled. Um, he has this thing that he always say, "God did," and I wanted to kind of um, create a song more on the gospel side uh, around that idea, playing with that idea. So this is just a really fun party type track. And, you know, it's a song to make you move and feel good. So,
3: Well, you definitely have a knack for making people feel good. Kel, thank you so much for sharing with us today. As I said, you're part of our family, so we're going to be following you, and we look for you to keep in touch. You hear?
5: Absolutely. That sounds great.
3: Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, Kel Bailey, and here is God Did It. Billy from his brand new album, Evidence, called God Did It, and we thank him for joining us. We thank both of our guests for joining us today, Kel Belly, and of course, John Dorch. We thank you all so much, and we thank you, the listeners, for joining us. Remember, if you have an artist you'd like to hear featured on the David Bowers Award, it's really easy to give them a shot at it. Just drop us a line and email to david at thedavidbowers.com, and who knows, your favorite artist, might be right here on the david bowers awards right now john bon jovial i think we have filled up another hour which means it's time for you to take us home yes indeed thank you very
2: much david and thank you everybody thank you so much for spending this hour with us we really do appreciate your presence each and every week, and I am very sincere when I say that. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from our studios in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the beautiful Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we're available for free on most of the major streaming services. You can also support the David Bowers Awards by clicking the Support This Podcast link on our Spotify podcast page. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards every- every single week and join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday on WRFZ FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio. And if you're not within their signal range, you can also go to rochesterfreeradio.com on the interwebs and uh, pick us up there as well. And you'll find that at noon Eastern every Saturday. And you can also find us on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. UTC so until next week for the David Bowers and all the other morons here at the Radio Ranch I am yours truly the lovably and legendary John Bon Jovial saying be good to each other it's not too late love each other and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards